Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHKs I'm known, and we watched two things this week. We started off with season two, episode one of Loki. So major spoiler alert for Loki, kind of major spoiler alert for the entire MCU up to this point. And then we finished up Ahsoka with chapters seven and eight. And again, a major spoiler alert for that entire series. And now without further ado, here's We're Watching What? The gods of mischief are back. I keep using that line and I feel like I have to stop. We are minutes fresh off of Loki season two, episode one. How are you two feeling? Overjoyed by your reaction. <laughs> <I'm delayed. laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I thought I liked first season better than Matt did, I think. But I was very bored in this episode. I, I don't know if like I just wasn't paying enough attention like maybe I was on my phone at the wrong parts or like something but like I barely I mean I didn't really understand what was happening or care okay Matt yeah I I've been pretty vocal about the fact that I did not like season one very much at all and like the more time has passed I like it less than I did then and so I just don't I just I have not cared that this is even happening I didn't hate it by any means, but I, I just don't really care about the storyline. I don't really care what's happening. But I, I I was paying attention enough to, I understood what they were doing, but I also was like, these stakes of like, oh God, will he get fixed from time slipping? And like the whole episode of focusing on that, I was like, trust me, if something happens to Loki, I think we're trusting here that Marvel will find a way to make it so he's still here. Because yeah, that's what they've already was, done. <laughs> you know? wasn't, I guess that's what it was. It's like, I just didn't care about the stakes. Like we knew we were going to get him to stop time slipping or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And, then yeah. I, and then it was like, oh, well, maybe they'll just kill him and then we'll just get Sylvie. The dream. Then, you know, and then I was like, they're not going to do that. that though. Like, there's no way, right? And so... Well, he's executive producing. It's like, I don't think... Exactly. I mean, they've, they've also already killed him once and he got a whole series out of it. Right. So, you know. So it wouldn't be convinced that he wouldn't be back anyway. But it's... it's uh, I'm not the biggest Sylvie fan either. I kind of found her mildly irritating as a character. But at least she's something different. And so for the whole episode to totally like neglect her, I thought was an interesting choice to say the yes. least. Yes. Yes. But uh, yeah, I will say, I mean, you know, I always try to look at the positives as, as if I can and it's beautiful. It it looked great. It looks better than some stuff lately. I thought, and it mm -hmm. was uh, the sets continue to be really cool. It's shot really nicely. It's acted well. That so one lady was, was in an electric wheelchair, so that was exciting. And they actually made it look like the 70s, which I thought was cute. So clearly they gave her like a costume kit for her chair, which I was like, eh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah Kate Dickey. beautiful. Didn't expect yeah. to see Kate Dickey. And of course, you know, the elephant in the room, but Kiwi. Kiwi. Well, Wang. Why can't I see his name right now? Kiwi Kwan. <laughs> Kiwi Kwan. Jesus Christ. It was a delight, of course. But he, of course. he was, you know. So, I mean, he's always great. And I was just... Role, but fun. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't... I mean, what no, do you think, Dana? So, interesting experience for me. I had the same watch experience as you, Jackie, the first time I watched it. And you know me. Mm. I don't rewatch things often. But... Yeah. Uh, first world problem. Uh, somebody invited me to, like, the fan premiere event thing. And so I was oh, held hostage to watch the first two again. I know that is the worst complaint in the world. But... Couldn't have my phone out, so actually yeah. had to pay attention to it. And upon mm -hmm. second viewing, I was like, oh, I missed a lot of important 
things that like oh, okay yeah. were, were I mean they were and they weren't like they just it made the episode make a lot more sense if I actually was paying attention I was like oh this explains the time slipping this is setting this up this is setting whatever up oh that's you know I was like okay it's actually a much better crafted episode than <laughs> first viewing if you pay attention but the fact that it's hard to pay attention to this stuff because it's the wibbly wobbly timey wimey shit I think is just an inherent flaw of the premise of it that it's 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 the challenge with any you know multiverse time travel thing yeah yeah and time travel just kind of always remains not my favorite thing to get into which is part of what I didn't like about the first season too and uh you know I was paying attention enough like watching it I felt like I, I felt like I understood what was going on enough but and it was crafted in a totally fine way it's just yeah I just am having a hard time Caring. And then we get to the point of like, okay, now we get, it's a fun sequence that we get to the whole, okay, the 400 years in the past, and now we're affecting the future with what's going on back then and that kind of stuff. And then you get into butterfly effect things and you get yeah. all this stuff from like, well, ah, I just, I love it, his delivery of it is also perfect. But when he's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like, was, he, okay. he made that entire sequence, of course, but it just, it gets to that point of I'm like, oh God, now you're making, you're breaking my brain, making me think about like, oh God, but the implications of that, you know? <laughs> Right. I just, I start going crazy. Uh, same. And I, I watched something else recently that was also a time travel thing that like does that in an even worse way. And I was like, this makes Loki look like a masterpiece compared to, yeah. I actually, I didn't think it was terrible. I think it was very much like a, uh, hey, look over there. And, you know, we all just accept it. And, and that's okay. I'm actually okay with that instead of them trying to do what the first season did, which was like overly explain every single thing. And I was like, I just timelines variants we get it like just leave it at that it's okay yeah. we're gonna take a quick break and be right back and we're back yeah and it's tough with like the underlying kang thing you know like yes. we still don't right. know what's going good to happen they used his voice and his face is still the statue obviously like, he's still there so, so. Yes. is he is he continuing to be we we don't know we know that not that they couldn't back out of what they've announced uh, but we know that they announced kang dynasty it seems to be the thing that they're working toward it's very, it'll be curious to see uh, what comes of it. What how much, it. how much, would you want the answer? Uh, I wouldn't hate it. I don't want to spoil for Jackie if she doesn't want it. Oh, I don't care. Okay. Well, in fairness, it is in the press releases. So it wasn't okay. like, yeah. Bad yeah, I'm not bad. worried about spoilers. But Jonathan Majors does return. Okay. So he's, they're intending to keep. Well. Well, I mean, at least to finish out whatever storyline they give him. Yes. Yes. I could see a world in which they are setting up the removal of Kang Dynasty. I don't think they'll do it because they announced it, but I was like, ooh, you know, my brain spawned a bunch of multiverse options of like, I could I could see how we could wiggle our way out of it based on some of the things mm -hmm. that happen. Because they gave us two thirds of the season, which is unheard of. Yeah. And so I've seen episode through episode four, and I won't go into spoilers, but, I, and, and that's, this is the case with any comic book story, right? Or any like multiversal story. There's always a way out, but- I don't know when they started filming this versus when the news broke, which is all that stuff. So I don't know if this was sure. just already set up to be like, mm -hmm. just in case we have to jettison someone or if it was a, hey, we got to pivot. Yeah, well, and, and on the King Dynasty note, I mean, I, yes, we ended up getting a, a show that was sad, but, you know, they canceled Inhumans and they announced that at Comic-Con. That was a full thing. There was a logo, everything, and they canceled it. So but you was never that know. A Disney I mean, this feels bigger. Yeah. But. Well, yeah. No, that was it. Was on a. It went to like ABC, I think. But it was it was announced right. as a movie because I was losing oh. my mind. I'm a big Inhumans nut, and that was like the movie they canceled. 
and okay. it was very upsetting to me. So, so it's it doable. has happened. It's not to <laughs> we, say they we could ax it. Yeah. <laughs> There's hope. This is obviously, Avengers King Dynasty is quite a bit larger than, hey, here's a new thing we're introducing, right? So right. that's a larger thing they'd have to redirect, but it yeah. is something they could do. True. But yeah. yeah. I honestly also, like, I confess I haven't followed the outcome or the uh, there hasn't been one yet. That case. Okay, yeah, I haven't followed it yeah. very closely, so I'm not even quite sure what to think. Right. That, well, I think there's, you know. Allegations uh, were bad. Everything, everything is pending. Right. So which, who knows, really? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. And maybe it's they're treating it. They're saying it's, you know, pending, so we don't know. Yeah. But I, I will, it's not particularly spoiler, I, I think this season is better at figuring out how to do the exposition in conversations versus, like, last season was just monologues. Like, literally the last episode was Kang doing a monologue at, you know, Sylvie and Loki, and I was just like, this is not what I was hoping for. <laughs> so I think they have done a better job of addressing that so far of what I've seen of this season, which was one of my big beefs with it. I still don't think we need Tom Hiddleston, Loki, you know. I don't think we needed yeah, Loki I, anymore, but they're they're making this season like a hey, you have to watch it season. Yeah, like I would say, I guess on that note, when it comes to just dialogue in general and stuff, I uh, in the one episode that I saw, my favorite part of it were probably in that room with Ravana's replacements and stuff, and where Kate Dickey was and all that, and like the yeah conversation about all that. Like I found that actually intriguing a little bit, and it right. was kind of like okay. And it felt like this is well written and well acted, and it was like okay, cool, <laughs> and it was nicely yeah. shot. And I was like, but I agreed with you because the first the first season felt clunkier than that. right. So that's nice. Yeah, <laughs> and I I do I just hope I start to care. Met... I don't. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I hope we, I do too. Like I do. We met Hunter in this episode, like right? Hunter X Five, the guy who was like, yes, yeah, was he like, who, yes, he was like something? Yeah. Who was oh like, yeah, he's like he's doing like the jet ski thing, X-15 and he's like they want to say yeah, so, yeah. Like... exactly yeah. X Five. X five. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. I really like that actor. So I was like, oh my God, Raphael Cassell is gonna be in <laughs> like Marvel stuff. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, they leveled but, up their I mean, not that anyone was bad in the first season, but they leveled up their uh their casting in this. I mean, just yeah. Three people that we're excited about right there. I Count me with Kate. <laughs> again, this is cheating having seen two thirds of it. I could have seen this being a movie. Like we could have probably addressed all this in a movie. Which is which is probably honestly, except for maybe WandaVision, like a valid yeah. statement for almost all of these shows. Well, and honestly, even there, I would argue that like they just with WandaVision, they decided to like utilize the medium in a really creative way to make that a thing. But like that yeah. story could have been a movie as well, easily. Right. Like, you know, like so but they, but they decided to take advantage of the television format, which is very yes. smart. But all of these yeah. could be movies. This is true. Okay, well, I mean, it's a it's a short season, which is good and bad. Is it's it only six? Six, six okay. yeah. So oh. we will see. It's not as if we're not going to watch it. So <laughs> we're trying. No, I mean, and that makes me uh, that makes me happy in that it's like you know I like when something. Well, we'll see if it's solid or whatever. But but I like when something at least knows its length. You know, like it's like don't yeah. stress it out at ten if it's a six episode arc. Just we don't need ten. Right. You know. Yep. So I'll give exactly. it that for now. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of series that know their length or maybe shouldn't have. I don't know. We are now catching up on the end of Ahsoka. Uh, we have seven and eight to talk about. Yeah, I was going to say, so did you, you two didn't record last week about it? No, we were both seven. unwell. And then, <laughs> we okay, both, and then Dana, we, we talked about unwell. But then Dana, we <laughs> talked about six, so we haven't heard from Jackie since five. That's yeah. right. So I'm Jackie. dying to know what, what you think of what well, happened. I really want to know what you think. <laughs> we talked about five, so I'm going to want to go all the way back to five here. 
Yeah, I mean, we can. Oh. I'm down. Wait. Well, just all all of it since then. No, I know. I feel I, my my phone got erased, and so I lost all my notes on episode. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm curious about Jackie's thoughts, though. No, I know, I know. So, Jackie, Jackie, oh, yeah. start okay. us off if you don't mind. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I thought that they did. De- I thought that they did decently with Thrawn. Like, I thought that, like, especially this, especially the finale episode. I think they did good with him in that and I liked being able to see like his you know military genius sort of play out I liked that you know I did actually like that he won I liked all of that yeah I don't know I mean I'm I enjoyed it I had a good time I can't think of anything specific to talk about off the top of my head from five what happened in five it was when she shows up in seven yeah, that was like when they got to Perudia, and that's when we first see Thrawn and the mothers. Is that what it? It's not Mortis. It's the planet. Yeah, it's Perudia. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Perudia. Yeah. Show. I thought maybe it was Mortis because it had all the um, father and daughter stuff. Oh yeah, but Ahsoka would have known that then. She would have. Yeah, that's true. And you can't just go to Mortis. You have to get it actually called to Mortis. Yeah, that makes more sense. Because I was, like, wondering with all of the... I mean, obviously the planet is important to the Force in some way, in shape or form, it seems like, with the Night Sisters and all that stuff. And then the the big statues and, you know... Everything. The Lord of the Rings statues. So that that is the thing that... Uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Like, that is the thing I fear for the next season, should it get one, which I'm going to assume it will, is that we've set up the majority of the, like, Hey, we're gonna I, I, we're gonna figure out how this is important to the force and explore all the things and we've put, put it all on Ray Stevenson's character. He was no Aww. longer available, so I don't know how we're gonna do. I think that. they're gonna have to recast. They'll have to, to be recast. honest. Oh, you think they'll recast? Yeah. I think, really? I think so. I well, because they're stuck on this planet with no one else on it, so it's not like they can give his role. Well, his to apprentice someone else. is on it. Yeah, but like, yeah, with what he's, but she's what deaf, he's... evil. Yeah, yeah, and she doesn't know what he's searching for, and he's searching for something so specific that I have ideas about what it is, but it's like they haven't revealed it in any real terms. They've given you major clues, but it's like it's it's a, you can't just leave the storyline and be like, never mind. So yeah, I feel like, I mean, like it's can. Too- it would just be very unsatisfying. <laughs> yes, right. They could, but I yeah. But they're even they even teased it with Ahsoka. I mean, there's there's some eggs and stuff at the end of the last episode with like Ahsoka. I think there's going to be a big Ahsoka uh, Balin showdown that's going to. Mm-hmm. It just and that makes me so there. sad because it's he's such it's a good character and he's just... such a good character. But I also think that like part of me and I don't know what you guys think because I've only I've only watched the episode once, um, the finale. But um, I thought it was really interesting that the daughter's statue was missing the head, and that. You know, because she represents the light side of the force, and then the sun represents the dark side of the force. And clearly, Anakin, you know, brought balance or whatever, right? And so I think, I don't know, I think we're heading somewhere where Ahsoka helps repair some of the damage. I did not even notice the statue was headless. <laughs> Just, I did, I did well, not yeah, even notice that detail at all. The shot of them was was kind of. I, I will say, I think episode seven, we've, we've talked a lot about Penultimate enrichment syndrome. from having, well, yeah. enrichment from having seen the animated stuff. 
yeah. I think episode seven. Boris, please, sorry. He's like, can you just stop? I think episode seven is, uh, to me, felt like the the one that was the most deeply rooted and kind of like there is so much more to be to be gotten from having known that stuff. Like the statues, it's like you might not think any significance to what they even are. You know, like if you don't, yes, I didn't know about think them, any at all. <laughs> and then you're not going to notice that the one on the left is well, his right, but the left in the shot is beheaded. Nope. Because you yep. don't even realize that there should be three because you don't know. You know what I mean? So it's like, right. it felt like there were things like that all the way down to, I mean, we haven't even touched on Morgan, the devastation of oh it. Oh my but, God. I mean, right. Uh, but like, I was in, actually you know. deep. Oh my God, Dana. I have news for you. I almost forgot to mention this. On um, the Galactic Star Cruiser, I met the lady who does the hair pieces for Ahsoka. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. What? Did you get her information? Can we have her on? I will give anything, anything to speak to this human being. We can't ever listen to any of our previous episodes where we make fun of the hair. She did it on Ahsoka, but did she do it on Mandalorian? Because Morgan was at least yeah. vastly improved no. here. Mandalorian was detrimental. Okay, I, will, I will look it up and make sure because I, I can't let – I didn't let her know we even had a podcast that talked about it because I was worried that she did other things for them. But that being said, she she's been out of work because of the strike, right? Uh-huh. And so she made a bunch of hair pieces for costumes for people on the Galactic Star Cruiser, and they oh. were very cool and very. And so then I guess because she's been making hair pieces for the Star Wars costuming community, I guess, and they've been kind of keeping her afloat through the strike. And then someone gifted her a trip on the Galactic Star Cruiser. And oh so, my gosh. right? And so, um, yeah. So she was there, and yeah. Anyway, I got to talk do to her. Do you a have bit her contact I was, info? <laughs> I I do. I know who she. Yeah, I mean, we're Facebook friends. So well, and do we know? Do we know that the person? I mean, this might be a stupid question. People can't see. I'm so making. I'm. I'm a, such an excited face. <laughs> <laughs> but but do we know for sure that the person who might craft the hair pieces is also the same person who is responsible for placing the hair pieces? And That's the thing is I don't know, and honestly, these are questions we could ask her. <laughs> we could, but yeah, okay. I just want I, I'm going to look at her IMDb and make sure she isn't her, yeah. anything that we like make fun sure. of. That's fair. In, but anyway, I was literally dying when it happened. That's, oh my god, <laughs> I I am so upset that you didn't tell me until now. But I am glad that we all got to find out as a group. <laughs> I was thinking about Morgan because I liked Morgan's like because I know she did Morgan's hair with the the braids and like all that stuff because she yeah. well, she improved her greatly yes yeah. <laughs> so her first appearance something. is just a party city wig yeah. but the, like it's you're right horrifying. we have to we have to make sure we, she doesn't yeah. work on anything yeah. but ahsoka for this um, 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 but, and, but I, no no it looks it looks fine it looks good in this i was deeply upset when morgan gets you know left behind sacrificed well so what was that was what was interesting is like i didn't think i wasn't thinking that they were going to kill Ahsoka, right? But, because I, I will say, uh, the other parts of the battles with, like, I enjoyed Ezra, Sabine, all that, I enjoyed it all. Mm-hmm. But some of the choreography in it didn't, it felt very kind of, like, homemade. I don't know how to, I don't, it, just, it didn't feel very, like, it just didn't feel, like, real to me. But then yeah. Ahsoka's fight with Morgan, I loved every second of it. And I was like, I didn't think they'd kill Ahsoka, but then I also, my mind just went to this place where I was like, well, they could, we don't, you know, we don't know, you know, <laughs> right. they could, right? Like, it's like, 
and and it could be this thing where she does this grand sacrifice they get off they get out of there or whatever and who knows mm. and but I, but either way i was like one of them is going to die it's probably morgan but i was really upset about either of them going oh, you know and it's like it was just that how did you guys feel about sabine actually being i have been waiting more sensitive to speak on this <laughs> For, yeah i i, like I I don't mind that she's force sensitive. What I don't like is that she suddenly went from being like, I can't do anything to, okay, fine. You did like, you know, 101, which is grab your lightsaber to, I can force push Ezra a huge distance. Like it just seems like the learning curve should be harder than that, given how much she has struggled with it. I'm sure they'll explain it as like, she's unlocked it. And you know, it was just like a one mental block that was stopping her. And now she has access. But I, I felt like it was not the best uh, escalation for the character yeah i was here for it i i felt uh i felt like more often than not in star wars once someone unlocks the ability they suddenly can do everything not like not all the abilities that come with it but when it comes yeah. to moving physical objects and stuff like that oh, I totally feel like once luke, to do it, it's luke like, can do like a tiny thing and then suddenly he's listing a whole star he's lifting the out of the dig about well, you know the yeah, but, like, but we watched grogu train and he couldn't do anything i know he's a baby grogu's <laughs> a baby but in the yeah, but in season one before he trained at all he lifted he lifted that rhino type thing well, whatever, there was an emergency like, but he did it but, and he had, and he had zero training situation I was actually kind of happy that she got unlocked her actual Jedi powers because I, uh-huh. I don't, I also don't hate the idea that we could have non-force sensitive Jedi that just train in the ways of the Jedi. Yeah. Now that I've kind of, you know, sat with it for a little while, um, I'm feeling a lot better about that, and I. And, like, to, you know, the way that Matt was looking at it, like, everyone can kind of be a Jedi. And, like, I'll, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes me really happy. And then it made me even happier that, like, you can unlock potential that wasn't there before and actually be able to do the things that Jedi do. The only thing that I would say is I don't feel like she did enough training or... I don't know. It didn't feel earned that she could suddenly do it. I, th- I, I think they tried to address that in like an offhand comment because she was like, I've kept up with my training. I swear. <laughs> it was like, oh, yeah, while you yeah. were a prisoner, or like effectively a prisoner on this shit. Like what? What? Um, yeah, but she did, she did have off screen training that we didn't ever see too. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, it's not a detail I'm going to get, you know, totally right. caught up on and hate or yeah. anything. Well, and we've already had, I mean, like, I guess he was an unofficial Jedi, but like Shirut in Rogue One, he's not a Force user. He does not use the Force, but he's trained That's to true. fight like mm-hmm. a Jedi. And so it's a thing where like you can do it, and it's like I wouldn't even say it's like oh, it's like Force sensitivity to me is like you're born as someone who has a natural sensitivity to the Force, but learning to use and channel the Force is just learning to unlock the abilities within it. It's not like yeah, now which she's I Force didn't realize. Person. It's like she's like just I thought. Exactly. I, you know, but previously in my own headcanon, and I don't know if this was ever said anywhere, so who knows, but in my own headcanon, I thought that you had to be force sensitive in order to become a Jedi, right? And so you did because of the way the council was, because they were. Yes. And so that's what's really been very interesting to me about this whole series is that we're actually like learning from the past, which is really 
exciting finally that we're setting up for a trilogy that isn't going to do the same thing that the last two we hope (laughs) we hope hope, right at least that's what it feels like it feels like we're finally getting like i don't know deeper into the origins of you know the jedi and the force and and the folk the folklore and like all of that stuff and then i don't know it could be cool do we do they ever establish that sabine she was she was never born for sensitive right like there was this no. there's no indication okay so she was straight up a civilian until ahsoka was like mm-hmm. let's start training yeah well Kane i mean and then she was a, with the dark saber in rebels so she learned okay. to fight with the dark saber right but that's not combat. being force and she's i learned the force no. yeah and okay. she's also like a royal family member of the mandalorian so she's been training and who are all dead life. according I to know. That was very. What did I miss? Everyone died. (laughs) I was just hoping Clan Ren, like her mom, I was just hoping that they'd be around still, and I want more information, and I feel devastated for her and and, and everything that they're gone, but I want to know exactly what happened, and I'm sure we'll get it someday, but it was kind of. Yeah, I think that wouldn't be. I I, I don't think they'd keep bringing it up if it didn't end up being something we learn, hopefully. But yeah, my, my favorite Star Wars stuff of late has become this, like, philosophical look at like the use of the force the different religions surrounding it all the things the flaws of the jedi all these all this stuff and i like that this is growing that more and Mm -hmm. filoni got really into it in clone wars and it's like this has just been a vehicle for him to like every most things that he with a team of people of course but i'm just crediting him but most things that he created that were new to star wars in the clone wars are in this show (laughs) like he just brought everything in and you were talking the ghosts of Mortis, you're talking the, the Night Sisters, all that stuff, dark magic, all that stuff. Like that's Filoni stuff. And then he's he's drawing upon I mean, the ghosts of Mortis were referenced in Legends material, but like he's drawing upon stuff from past material. Thrawn was of course Legends, you know, and, and then became mm-hmm. canonical. But he's using it to delve into different ways of force ability. And I find that interesting and fresh at least even though we me too i'm because i mean that's you know my main problem with the last trilogy was that i thought we were going to get into like a gray force situation and then we never did right yeah or at least something more interesting but i want to hear what did what did you think of thrawn were you satisfied oh yeah i think dana and i kind of agreed with like i he doesn't i i He's he's the right choice for the actor because his, he he did so well in Rebels. His voice is amazing. He's a great actor. All these things. Mm-hmm. It's not his. It's not Thrawn's face for me. It's not. I Thrawn's know. Sure, it's not that it's not for just me. His face. It's like the presence does not translate. Well, I just feel like Thrawn. But see, the thing is, is like Thrawn in my head because the thing is, the first time I met Thrawn was in a book, right? So I got to imagine him any way I wanted. And then the only time we've really seen him on screen is in Clone Wars where he's animated right but i That's always picture my him Thrawn, though yeah. the animated's never been my throne well, yeah Matt and I were talking about my head is a very attractive old man <laughs> well he's always a... been very attractive in all the art well that's what they say i think they describe him that way and he's got this amazing chin and the problem with the actor i mean he does a good job like i'm not saying i like the, you know whatever but he needs a chin like a real one <laughs> And yeah. he doesn't have one, you know, like he doesn't have a jawline. And I'm like, oh, but Thrawn yeah. needs a jawline. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I had told you like my dream casting for Thrawn was Jason Isaacs. Like that look and everything oh, like that would have been a Thrawn, you know? Uh, uh, so, yes. but, but 
the performance is there. I am totally fine with it. I, I hope your friend didn't do his hair because that's not my favorite. Oh, I, God. No, it wasn't, it wasn't it, good know. hair. It wasn't Just good slapped hair. slapped on. Yeah. But, yeah, but the, I, I actually didn't hate his eyes, which I found surprising because they were so bright red. I thought that maybe it would be annoying like Hera's, but well, I didn't think so, actually. Yeah. I thought that they worked better. My new least favorite eyes are actually Ezra's. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty blue. It's just very. I will say like, though, the eye, the eye just doesn't move. <laughs> like, yeah, I will say though, like kind of surprisingly, out of the whole show, when you're looking at like rebels to to live action, uh-huh. Ezra is is in the limited scope that we've seen him in so far. Ezra is to me like the most prime casting. He that kid or guy is. <laughs> He is Ezra to me. Like I, I, there's, I look, look at him. All the things, like the way, the way he talks, the way that last at the end when he was like, "Hey, Hera, I'm home." Like it was like, it was. He did a great so job, Ezra, and he, and it's just a testament to his presence because he's not, he hasn't done much yet, but he's right. just like totally that character. He's walked right out of that animation for me. So I was happy about that. I, I've liked all the casting, and I've, I'm, I'm loving Hera. I'm loving Sabine. Like I'm liking the casting, but that guy, he just something about him i don't know he's got the thing <laughs> but I mean, he seems fine based on you know my yeah. limited <laughs> um except for his eyeballs which is not his fault yeah oh yeah Go- going back to a point you made earlier jackie i was looking at my notes and um the whole like bringing balance to the force thing i was like ooh, when uh when thrawn calls ahsoka a ronin and it like strikes a nerve i was like mm. mm-hmm like mm-hmm. this is this is some Anakin like gray area, you know. I love the conversation that they had, you know, when he was like, he was like, "Well, we'll see what happens with you." You know what I mean, like yeah. that. Yeah, I loved it, and I love yeah, that okay. he was not gonna fuck with her because he was like, "No, she's Anakin's." <laughs> yeah, I, it was the first time that people didn't go like diving headfirst into something, and I was so grateful for it, you know, because it's just like. Well, well, Thrawn's a very smart villain, which I love, and I love that they gave him that in this too, because he's always been like a strategic genius, mm-hmm. and like he studies other cultures and their art. That's the thing that I miss from this. I wish we would have seen him like with an art gallery or something, but hopefully we will soon, because they always he's always very big into like studying a culture's art to understand them. Yes, yeah. I remember that. He has been on the camera, yeah. but they just didn't go into that room. But we saw it. In, we've seen it in Rebels. You know, it's like, but. Yeah. He, uh, I, I think I, we talked about this last time, Dana, too, but it's like I, they're pulling this from the canon books, of course, but I just, I like that we keep getting reminded about the Anakin factor, and it's just this thing where people just, people don't realize that Thrawn is, and you know this now, Dana, from the reading you've gotten to, right? Yeah. We talked about that. I don't want to spoil too much, but he's, the, he's one of the only people in the entire galaxy who actually knows that Anakin became Darth Vader. Most people don't right. know it, and we just think everyone knows it because we know it. I know, because we but, know it, so we're and, like, good. And Anakin died, and Darth Vader came out of nowhere, and everyone just doesn't question it. But, like, Thrawn, yeah. having worked with Anakin in the Clone Wars in the book, and then having To be fair, Vader, everyone, he, a lot of Jedi knows. died at the time. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, well, totally, yeah. But it, but it's just yeah. a something where, like... There's a lot of chaos, but, it's, like, it's it is... interesting. I do think that they have to remind the TV audience that he's one of the few people who know somehow. Well, not even remind, just inform well, you, the TV you audience. You literally wouldn't know unless you've read the new books. That's the thing. is like the only place yeah. where they explicitly state it. Like, so you, it's, just, it's yeah. something that's fun to kind of pull out of it. And 
I like that they're placing importance on it a little bit, and it's like it's it's informing how he's deciding to approach Ahsoka, and mm-hmm. bringing in Mortis is super, or the gods of Mortis anyway, is super interesting. Dana, just for context, are you familiar with the gods of Mortis? Like, Mm-mm. I mean, okay. I can so guess based on that name. <laughs> the, the father, the son, and the daughter, and the father is like a neutral, and the, the daughter's the light, the son represents the dark side of the force. They resided in this realm called Mortis, which was kind of like, a, almost like a mythical realm to people. Like, people don't think, it's like a religion type thing, but it's uh-huh. like no one's seen it. You literally have to get, like, brought there. You can't just find it. Okay. And so in Clone Wars, Ahsoka, Anakin, and Obi Wan get called to Mortis. They don't know it's they don't know it's Mortis, but they get called there. They think it's a distress call uh-huh. because the father is dying and has heard of Anakin as the prophesized one to bring balance to the Force. So he wants Anakin to take over for him as Ooh. this like mm-hmm. presiding over the dark and the light. And so it all goes badly. All these things, whatever. Ahsoka actually ends up dying there, okay. and the daughter of the Force gets killed by the brother and as she's dying she transmits her life force into ahsoka to bring her back to life and so ahsoka is essentially kind of like an ethereal being at this point like it's it's very like it's it's it's, it's gray very area God. but that <laughs> but that owl that owl at the end that you saw there morai that is from the daughter of the force and so that like a manifestation of force at the yeah. end when ahsoka's there she looks over oh, this like, white owl cooing and, and she looks up at the and then you see anakin standing there mm-hmm. so Oh, What's, it's at the very end part. of the episode, yeah. episode seven. But so what, what I'm finding fascinating about what they're building here is Mortis was some was a realm that the those beings went to and kind of created in order yeah. to just exist and preside over the force. Uh-huh. But we don't know really where they were from. Mm-hmm. And so I'm guessing that maybe Peridia might be like the birthplace of the force. Like, I, I don't know. And in Legends, there's actually a character who's the mother of the Force called Abeloth, and she goes super, super dark. And I think that, because if you look when Balin's on the statue of the father, he's looking and there's like a light shimmering in the distance. I think they imprisoned her there. And I think she's there, and I think that's who, ba- I think that's who Balin's looking for. And if he goes to find her, that's going to be havoc, if they stick to what was in Legends. Because that's like a whole thing, Mara Jade, all these things in the, like, that's a, Avaloth is like a big thing there, right? Yeah. And so that's not canon, but they could bring it in could elements become of... canon, and yeah. she is. Oh my there god! And so I don't know. I think it'd be super cool. But what's interesting? What the reason? I didn't even think of it, any of that, and now I'm like very excited. Yeah, it, it's just what came. It came to mind because I was like, I've always there are people who have always thought there's a potential because after after all that happens in Mortis, Anakin kills the brother. Right, the brother's trying to corrupt him, and Anakin okay. kills him. Okay. Anakin is shown when there that if he continues down his path, he's going to wreak havoc on the galaxy. Like he's yeah. shown that at that point, yeah. and he doesn't. And so they're trying to get him to stay there to not go down that path. He doesn't want to stay. So then the father wipes his memory and sends him on his way. You know, as he goes on his way, and they all die, okay. all three of them. There are people out there that I've talked to before in the past, but because I'm obsessed with Mortis, right? So okay. like they. Some people think that the brother went into Anakin and that like Right, because I was like turn... basically we're setting up like reincarnate. Yeah. And so what could be interesting is that mm. if we're on Peridia here and Anakin is clearly there as a force ghost following Ahsoka around, if he represents the brother, I, he's not bad at this point, but he could be nefarious. We don't know. Like, it could be the yeah. brother. Mm-hmm. We don't mm-hmm. really know. And being that Ahsoka is kind of the sister, it's it's just this interesting thing that like I don't know what's going to well, come of it. Not only but that, you get like really, you know, 
if if it very cool if it was as intended versus like the the monkey wrench of Ray Stevenson's unfortunate passing he could have been the father right like yeah. you know like the, the you know the future vessel we'll call it for that and yeah. then his uh well kind of gross to think about this way but his apprentice you know vessel for the mother we don't know but yeah we don't know yeah that's, it's I not mean, a that's, sexual thing. The mother no, no, was just I know, I know, a but, caretaker, so it could have, it could be. Yeah, never, you know, and and not that they are in a, you know, it's just like she's the youngest one. <laughs> yeah, 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 the yeah, mother. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he's old, yeah. So it's like, yeah, no, I mean, I like, I but, love that idea and that mythology. Yeah. I just, it's certainly a complicated one to. It is translate. It's fascinating, though. Yeah. So one of the things that uh, I'm afraid because you know I think we set up that we're getting an Ahsoka movie. I'm pretty sure Dave Yeah, so that's the thing yeah. is I don't know. I, I imagine they would do it too. Movie, right? It's going to be a Mandalorian and Ahsoka timelines were supposed to clash together. I'm assuming trying to defeat Thrawn is what we would with this so, movie. Yeah, that's what I was right. guessing too is it's some sort of in-game thing for Filoni's storyline. Leading yeah. into the New Republic and getting into like what happens with the sequels, you know, like kind of Yes. So the only thing I'm I don't want more Anakin. I like I do, I know I know he's so integral to her story. But like, oh, I love I'm, Anakin, I'm and I love that relationship. Like, we'll and... I don't know. No, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm a big. I love Anakin. I love Ahsoka, Anakin, all this stuff. I, but I feel you in the way that I just am desperate to move away from Skywalker stuff. The problem is that like Ahsoka is so entrenched in his. Of, yeah, of, I, of it, I get it's it, like yeah. it's hard. But I'm just. It's to that point where I'm like. I'm just desperate for other stories that aren't all just focused around Skywalkers. The one thing that I do think is that I would love to touch on that I'm hoping if we go the path that I'm talking about here with these Mortis things, mm-hmm. if you really look into it and you look at all that, Anakin was, again, prophesized as the one to bring balance to the Force, right? Yeah. But what's very interesting about that is the Jedi took that to mean, Qui-Gon Jinn, but then the Council agreed with him eventually, took that to mean that he had to be trained as a Jedi. And it's like, no, to bring balance to the Force, Anakin should have never been a Jedi. Mm-hmm. He was, like, the best one that ever existed, but he shouldn't have been a Jedi Yeah. when you look at it all because that's what ended up going. He's too susceptible to it. They were right about that, yeah. <laughs> you know. But they are so stuck. It, that's why the Force as a, as a religious um, vehicle is what I find fascinating. The Jedi are so stuck in their ways that they're like, well, the only way to be a Force user is to be a Jedi. And yeah, so no, they're like, well, then I mean, he must be trained, I guess, if he's the, if he's the one. But it's like, no, he could have brought balance without ever touching a lightsaber. And then using that lightsaber on a bunch and of... And he should have. And I think it'd be interesting to touch on that <laughs> here and say kind of like, it's too late. But what could have been if Anakin had taken that on? And maybe Ahsoka will take that on. And mm. maybe she will become... Well, that's what I... Or mother. But, you know, like... If we have to do this, this, you know, Skywalker story or in the Skywalker saga in a way that feels better than the last one, I think... That a really good way to do it is, you know, going into the mythology and then kind of learning from the mistakes of the Jedi. I, I don't know. I'm obsessed with the Jedi being wrong, <laughs> just like weird. But like we've been thinking about them as like the best and, you know, the heroes and all this stuff. And I would just love if we could like at the end of this take away lessons from the way that they had done what they had done. Right. right. Well, and then there was them being wrong. So it's like we've been thinking yeah. they've been wrong for 20 years, but it's like but we just get to watch as these see Yoda and these people that are so stuck in their ways just get to stick around and just keep on repeating the same stupid mistakes, you know? Right. It's like Luke existed and had to bring 
Anakin down, right? But Ahsoka existing can become what Anakin was meant to become. And that's what's mm-hmm. interesting about it. And I like that. Yeah. What he should yeah, have agreed. become. And he, can, and he can correct that kind of in a way. He can't undo all the terrible things he did. But he can get, he can kind he can of almost and, like repair yeah. his legacy I, I, to himself a little bit. I like that redemption arc for him because I like him exactly. as a character. Exactly. But like, it's nice for me watching him being able to help Ahsoka fix his mistakes or whatever does make me happy. So we'll see. We, yeah. We, and then, and then when you go into the sequels, love it or hate it, the whole Skywalker thing with Ray, you can really actually look at it as like in a little bit, almost more like, okay, the Anakin story could really get like, okay, this is, like you know what I mean like this is yeah it is so over and she truly is representative of like the new generation of the Skywalker and that could be it could have more meaning I guess in that way so this can serve to help what's to come there too because I mean we've talked about has done a very good job of making sure that he fixes all the mistakes from the movies. Yeah, he just goes in and adds all this depth in between everything, and then all of a sudden, and I'm like, and, and then suddenly you're like, oh yeah, that wasn't stupid. I did enjoy that. Because you're like, oh wait, the stories here are really good. They're just not well made, but the <laughs> yeah. stories are really good. You know, so it's like, okay, he just he just has this brilliant stroke of being able to do that and just like figure out ways to make it all make sense. He's crafted his own. But the last world. takeaway too is I am. We talked about this a little bit, Dana, when we saw them, when we talked about episode five, but like I am still just like elated and half and emotional that the Night Sisters are still around because like, yeah. <laughs> they've been extinct as far as we've known. And that we have these three amazing mothers. On the ship. On the ship. I On the ship. love yeah. them. It's my next costume idea. I'm obsessed. And it's this Aren't thing where like you? in this episode, getting the blade of Talzin, which is such a weird, deep cut to pull from, but it's like that blade is something that Mother Talzin crafted to fight Mace Windu. And it was appeared in like one episode. How in old is Mace Clone Windu? <laughs> no, this was in Clone Wars. Okay. And so Mother Talzin was like the head of the Night Sisters on Dothamir. Okay. And then fast forward, whatever comes next, we are finally getting live action Dothamir, which, I oh know. my God. <laughs> like, I, I could just, yeah, I, I almost fainted. I was just like, this is too much. I was so excited when they pulled up and it was Dothamir. I was like, oh my God, of course. <laughs> I just, it was just like, it felt, I, I love the whole season and it just felt like, you know, when you're watching something and you just feel like they're like targeting you. <laughs> like I feel so targeted. I feel attacked, but in the best it's way. You spent your entire yeah. life in this fandom. Yeah, <laughs> like, there are things that I, of course, was also, I wanted everything, right? So I wanted yeah. every, all these other things to happen too that didn't. So it's not that it was everything I needed, but they, everything that they were putting in there was just kind of like, I don't know. And I even grew to love hermit crab people. I, okay, I still don't love the hermit crab people. <laughs> At first I didn't, but I, that episode seven, when they oh, were like I liked in the pursuit hermit crab and stuff, people. I was like, I loved watching them, how they defended themselves and they would turn into the shell. I thought, and, they, were, I thought they were very sweet. Like, yeah, I'm into And they didn't now. seem, I, they didn't seem like even angry that like, he brought all this destruction That's on true. them, yeah. you know. They're crabs. And I'm about, I like, I love a bat dog. I just, I I'm, I want to go to Peridia. I just, I love it. I can't yeah. remember if I've said this before, but I have to give the guy who plays Ezra credit for saying, like, wabu wabu with a yeah. straight face <laughs> to the crab people. Yeah, I know. It's just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, liked, I, I, like, yeah. I, I did genuinely like that we got another random alien species that somehow. one someone who speaks basic can understand and yep. they can understand you but they yep. keep speaking in their own language yep yeah yeah 
the whole time. And I, it's just such a Star Wars thing that I yeah. enjoy it, you know? Yeah. Yes. What's funny, though, is the Ewoks wasn't the way. The C-3PO had to speak to the Ewoks, which is interesting. But yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's but like true. Jawas and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's because we know the Ewoks are a dumb species and they need, <laughs> but these crab people are so, you heard me. You heard me. <laughs> that was way harsh. Fighting and words. in the books, in the books, I think, doesn't, it, it didn't in Princess and the Scoundrel, they were able to talk to the Ewoks. I think. Okay, maybe Luke's video. just dumb oh, as rocks. Well, <laughs> because the Ewoks. It in, in, yeah. Oh, that's true. Maybe the Skywalker's like, just dumb as rocks. But the Ewok. I don't know, because the, the Ewoks we do their wedding ceremony, point. and I think she was talking to them, but maybe not. Yeah. Oh, does it pay, take place after? Because then maybe they learned Ewok language. It's in indoor, yeah, but it's, okay. still, but right. it's very, very it's close like a after. month after. It's not <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you know what I mean? It's like right after they got, you know, like. It's, I did not know. but At the most, a couple of months later. Well, anyway, I, I don't know. I, it's been a while. I, I, I guess I can't remember if she directly spoke to any of the Ewoks. Maybe not. All right. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway, um, we're watching what? What else did we watch this week in the last few weeks? Anyone have anything particularly outstanding? I mean, I watched so many things. Not very many things <laughs> outstanding. But on the plane, I watched Mafia Mama that I know you two hated. Oh, God. I did not hate, I did not hate it, though. I did not like okay, well, it, but I did not hate it. I was like, okay, I thought it was okay. Melt your brain when it comes um, to movies. So. Then I watched About My Father, which I had no interest in seeing, but I actually kind of liked it. The one that was like Robert De Niro was the dad and... Oh. Median, I forget his name. Oh, and they ate the peacock? They ate the peacock and stuff. But I, but yeah. I actually laughed out loud a couple of times. I was like, interesting. But yeah, you, like you said. Oh. Things, but yeah, I've been watching American Horror Story, Delicate. Um, which is, is it good? Yeah. It's all right. The book is really fresh in my mind, so it's kind of like, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know. And then I, 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 I can't remember the title. I shouldn't even say it. But some show about dating with nude people. and on Oh, Max, I, I know, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it yeah. was interesting. I think it's called like Naked Attraction. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's like a tradition, yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. Very fascinating. I'm in like season 12 of Atlanta <laughs> at this point. Excellent. So we're Amazing. Uh, making our way through. I, I decided to pause and watch Miami because Miami is starting up soon. And there's not that many seasons of Miami. So I think I can get there before. Yeah, you probably right. can. I just started Miami as well, but I started with season four because I at one point I tried to start season one and I just was like, no, I'm just going to start with the reboot. Season one is like, it's, it's rough, tough. man. It's tough. Yeah. But it was only six episodes, so it wasn't like. Still can do it. <laughs> it was hard. I mean, I'm, I'm going to, yeah. Yeah. And then I watch a lot of reality TV. I can. Lower Decks is back, the Star Hello, Trek. Lower Decks. Um, and it's so good. Yeah, I think I, was, I guess that's it. I mean, I had COVID, so I couldn't go to the movies. Unfortunately. Yes, very fair. I watched Cassandra, which is Gael Garcia Bernal as a um, Lucha Libre, whatever the, the mass wrestlers, but he's like a yeah. gay one. And it's like, it's an exotico, but exoticos like usually lose, but he wins. And as a byproduct of watching that, I was looking up stuff about exoticos. And apparently there was one who was woman who was a serial killer and killed 60 Ooh. people. And I was like, I would like that movie. I'm interested in whatever yeah. horror that is like that. Oh my God. I think we found your character for Matt's party. Oh. <laughs> but yes that would be so in spirit good. yeah yeah in spirit i watched the expendables four which i don't understand how there are four of them mm. a bunch of not award stuff i guess yep no it's not and um oh starstruck is back like the whole third season dropped i love it it's like yeah. a small show on hbo max oh my about- god i love starstruck you thought- i was pretty sure you watched it yeah season three yeah. is apparently out 
Oh, exciting. Yes. So that has been. This is a UK show, so you never know when you're going to get it. Right. It's So it premiered in the UK like two weeks ago or something, and then it just came to, or maybe like three weeks ago, and then two, a week after it came to the US. And I was like, oh, oh nice. Yeah. And Survivor, because I love Survivor. Ah, Survivor. What a bunch I hate, of idiots I hate this all time. Of them this year. I know. Yeah. They're just morons. And I don't understand no how it can be on TV for this long and you you claim to be a super fan and you show up and you can't even make, make it, it a day. the first can't make it obstacle. A day. Yep. It's real bad. Real bad. I love it. And this guy was like complaining the whole time. Like he was just like, I'm a super fan, but I can't do anything. And like, <laughs> whatever. It's wild. Yeah. But I love it. If you're a super fan, you should work out before you go there. <laughs> Yeah, like the kid, one of the kids last season was like, I gained 40 pounds of muscle. And he's like 100 pounds. So it's like 140 pounds. I was like, oh my God, you're all muscle. Yeah, but it's a lot of reality TV recently because that's all we have. Yeah, there's a lot of it. It's all we need. Mm -hmm. But with that, thank you both. Yeah, thank you all. Mm -hmm. Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt. And that is actually it for this episode. If you liked it, we would love it if you could give us a five-star rating, a review, or even consider subscribing.